After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Welcome to the Juice and Mo podcast recording this late, too late, on a Friday night after what was a pretty exciting day for the Sacramento Kings. De'Aaron Fox named to the All-Star team by Adam Silver. He's an injury replacement playing in his first All-Star game coming up in Salt Lake City. He joins his teammate Demonis Sabonis, two All-Stars for the first time since Brad Miller and Peja Stoyakovich. Also, rumors galore about Kevin Herter being in the three-point shootout. That's the good news. The better news was, hey, you got a big game at home tonight. You're taking on the Dallas Mavericks. Luka did not play, but the Mavs come out and have a monster first quarter, dropping a 45 pace on the Sacramento Kings. Kings were down by as many as 24 points. Did make it a game in the fourth quarter, but it wasn't enough. And they could have lost a key member, Malik Monk. Leaves the game with injury. Kings lose 122 to 114. I'm Deuce Mason. That's Morgan Reagan. How are we doing tonight? Hey, one compliment really quick. Even when your brain is fried as shit, I don't know how you do it with a recap like that. The, I was like, like each the, time you don't I was see like, a teleprompter in front of me? there's no teleprompter. And each time I'm like, oh wait, yeah, and Malik Monk. Oh, oh wait, yeah, and the Kevin Hearn news that we got from Deere today. Oh yeah, just good job. Just try to do a brief recap at the start before we dive into what went wrong tonight for the Sacramento Kings. Morgan, uh, I walked in the Gold One Center today. I felt the buzz. I was like, dude, this feels like a big game. Uh-huh. Like you're ahead of this team by two games in the Western Conference. Uh, Luca is not playing. He was warming up. 
tonight, yeah. getting shots up. Uh, it sounds like he is going to give it a go. He's expected to play when the Kings play the Mavericks on the second night of a back-to-back on Saturday night. I think the thought was, let's give him one more additional day of rest, see how he feels tomorrow. So you never know, but I would anticipate if all is well, he's going to give it a go and play his first game with Kyrie Irving. So that's a new challenge for the Kings. But as far as tonight, Morgan, the first quarter. I mean, that was ugly. What's so disappointing is, we saw what went down in Houston, mm-hmm. and it was, hey, you won games, but you gave up a lot of points. And then the Kings don't make any crazy moves at the trade deadline. In fact, the one move they made was before when they trade for Kessler Edwards. And Monty has his press conference today, and Mike Brown, all these guys are just saying, hey, look, I think the defense is trending in a better direction. We're having more yeah. consistent moments. Monty cited at his press conference today that they're 19th or 20th in defensive rating since December 1st. It's not good enough. has to be better. I just expected tonight for this Kings team to come out engaged and ready to go from the tip. It's not because it was a long road trip. It's not because of any of that. They just didn't come out with the right type of focus and Mm -mm. being locked in from the start. And what you saw in the first first quarter defensively compared to the fourth quarter – Night and day. Like what? Night you and lost day. the game in the first quarter. It was 45-25 after the first quarter. What did you see go wrong in that opening quarter? Yeah, I, I think the obvious point was like not being engaged, not being locked in. But then when the Mavs started knocking down their deep shot, the three, they were lights out. From three early, right? They shoot a lot of them, right? And you, they shoot a lot of them. I think third most uh, in three-point attempts in this league. It doesn't mean that they make all of them, but they put up a lot of threes. And they put up a lot of threes tonight, but especially in that first quarter, a lot of those threes were going down. You looked at this squad in the pick and roll, too, the Sacramento Kings defending the pick and roll, and it just seemed like the pick and pop, the pick and roll. Every single thing, the Mavs, were doing on the offensive end, they were executing. I didn't understand where the miscommunication was. I didn't understand what was going wrong. Mike Brown even put Keon Ellis in really wow. early to start this I game. I mean, there was the, the pick and roll coverage was not very good. And they were switching a lot. And the Mavs were hunting out the switches. Yes. You had backdoor layups, offensive rebounds. You know, Dwight Powell picks up two quick fouls in the game mm-hmm. in like the first minute and 11 seconds of the game. They put JaVel McGee in. He has an instant impact. And that's a guy who has not really been a part of what they've been doing in Dallas this year. Yeah. There's a lot of talk that maybe he could be on the move mm-hmm. uh, at the trade deadline. He impacted the game tonight. You know, he came in not only a lot of but just being long, just getting his hand on the ball, right? Like, he's so long, he was able to just put his hand up over Sabonis, tip a ball out. Second chance opportunities hurt this team tonight, too. And it's so tough with the pick and roll coverage because, like, I understand they're going to have Sabonis come out high sometimes, but, man, the back line has to be in sync. And it just felt like there were so many breakdowns you know, Terrence Davis comes into a game, and this is why Terrence Davis is in and out of the rotation. This is why his minutes are so sporadic, because on one hand, he'll give you great effort defensively. Yeah. He'll try to get in guys. He's really good offensively attacking the basket. He can get hot from three, but there are too many times there's defensive breakdowns, and Brown got super frustrated. He put him in for Harrison Barnes, and then literally like two minutes later, he's like, Keon Ellis, 
get in there. Then the game just completely fell apart. Yeah. It goes from, you know, 26-17 to 35-19. And then at the end of the first, it's 45-25. It, they were getting past their man, getting in the paint, kicking out for three, second chance threes, pick and roll. It was really just a terrible performance by the Kings. And you couple that with the fact that they could not hit a shot. Like, when Dallas goes 7 of 13 from 3 in the opening quarter and the Kings were 1 of 7, losing the three-point battle like that, that's trouble. It it really, really is. And it really sucks because I know we'll talk about it, but the way that they fought back and got into it, especially in that fourth quarter, it was like, why couldn't this just be somewhere consistently? And before we get to that, I just want to say Will Z had a nice little stat about an hour ago. He said the first quarter really does tell the tale. Teams that won the first quarter this year in the league are 562 and 252, which is a 69% winning percentage. Uh, for reference, the Celtics lead the league with a 71% uh, winning percentage, and the Bucks are second. That's an interesting stat. I know. Well, what did Mike Brown think of the loss tonight? Game plan. They kicked my behind. They kicked all the rest of the coaches behind and all the players behind. It was game plan, back cuts, couldn't keep the ball in front, uh, couldn't box, didn't box out, gave up offensive rebounds, got beaten transition. Uh, you name it, it happened to us. Yeah, that's... It all did. That's very true. Um, he was also asked about where the Kings' defense is at this point of the season? Uh, definitely not where we, we, where we need to be or where I want them to be. Uh, we're not good defensively, and we're not good because uh, we don't know how to be consistent. You know, we don't know how to give the same focus and uh, effort uh, over, over, or be consistent over a certain amount of time. We have flashes of it, and that's what gives you know, me uh, as a coach hope because um, there's flashes of it. But until we um, figure out how we're going to be consistent with what our assignments are and our ability to guard and be early and be physical without fouling and continue to give multiple effort and, and communicate and all those little things, until we're consistent with those things, uh, we're going we're gonna, to we're we're struggle defensively. Dallas scored 74 points in the first half. Second half, they scored 48 points. Mm. And... I saw one person, I think it was a Tim Maxwell um, on Twitter. I love him. He's always known to be uplifting on Twitter after losses. But I know that's He sarcastic. was just like, there's just nothing. You know, I don't care. They got what they need. You know, typical Maxwell. Yeah. Tim. But I'm like, no, I understand what people are saying. Like, hey, sometimes uh, teams let it off, you know, let off the gas a little bit when they get up big. The Kings played better in the second half of this game. 100%. They played more engaged. This wasn't like, oh, the Mavs are going through the motions deep into the bench. No, the Kings' defense was much better. That fourth quarter defense was outstanding by Sacramento. Multiple efforts. They were getting after it. I felt like, if anything, at the end, they just completely ran out of gas. But it's what Mike Brown's saying, Morgan. It's like they can't string things together. Like, you cannot have a quarter where you give up 45 and mm -mm. it's easy. It doesn't matter if it's against some starters, your bench guys, and then in the fourth quarter, you're engaged, flying everywhere, multiple efforts, communication on lock. Like, there has to be some, like, balance. in between, some yeah. balance or something. Yeah. And that's what's that's 
it was really disappointing to see that, especially in a big game. These are the games, man. These are the games. They got to be better at home. And, you know, you don't want to be in a situation where you lose both of these games. And we talked about it the other night. They got to play Dallas two more times, right? Tomorrow is one of those games that they're going to take them on again on their home floor. Um, yeah, and De'Aaron was talking a little bit after the game and saying, look at our offense. There was no problem really with our offense. It really was just what we didn't do defensively. And that's what's mostly frustrating about it because you saw the way they tried to claw and get back into this one in that fourth quarter. It was like, it was there. It didn't feel fluky like uh, Dallas was just giving it away. It was the Kings really battling it out, but they just didn't do it for four quarters. And it's not even about sometimes having that consistency throughout four quarters. That's really difficult. But having that shitty of a first quarter, it's just where this team lost it tonight. And I just think that's the most frustrating part, especially coming into this game with so much energy like these Kings fans did. One adjustment that they made in the second quarter, I noted, was on the pick and roll. Because, you know, when McGee was in there, it was like instantaneously they went. They were just going Kyrie, McGee, pick and roll every time. Yeah. Because the Kings can't guard this at all. They switch. It becomes an issue. So what they did was they had um, a guard on Kyrie, whether it was Fox or Davis, and they actually had Fox on McGee where they had Sabonis stationed around the free throw line. So when the switch came, it was Fox on the Kyrie, which was just like an interesting, okay, cool. I like seeing that type of adjustment in game. Like you're getting crushed on it. Like stop getting crushed on the same thing. Like it has to get better. And the, the Kings are going to have to do some weird gimmicky stuff every once in a while sure. because of their what? limitations from a defensive personnel thing. I mean, I've been thinking about tonight, and I swear every we talk about this, every, it seems like every time the Kings play another team, it's like everyone's just longer. Like Terrence Davis, how, how tall is Terrence Davis? 6'4"? I was like, I don't know. Is he 6'4"? Sure. I need to look it up. I want to double check here because Terrence Davis is 6'4". He... He's coming in playing like minutes at the small four. Yeah, he's six four. <sighs> like, there's just limitations, you know. Some of these fours, you know, especially when Sabonis has to come out in the pick and roll, and it's like, okay, who's the big that's coming over? Who's the four that's coming over? It's like HB's gonna come over and defend the rim right now. That's just not his thing. Yeah, it's. I mean, well, okay. Just to go back to this because this has to do with everything that was going down this week, the NBA trade deadline, and so many people were on both ends of the spectrum. Either you're pissed off that yeah, the yeah. Kings didn't make a trade, or you're like, no, that's good. I want to keep this guy, this team going. I was in the middle of, hey, those tweaks matter. Those tweaks matter. Even if you're tweaking something, that it's, it's tough. You don't want to lose anyone that you've built this chemistry with. But there's guys that are either unplayable or not playing down the bench, and that's where it is important to make those tweaks. Now, making yeah. those tweaks, not with guys like, and I'm sorry to throw out this name, and I'm not trying to bash him, but not with guys like a Pat Beverly, right? Like, not a guy that could really screw with the spirit of the team. You're talking about a tweak with a guy that has something that you are lacking. And right now, the Kings' defense uh, and where they're lacking in so many different areas defensively, it has to be dealt with. And that's why at the trade deadline, it would have been nice to see like a Jared Vanderbilt or so many others for so many second round picks, but you didn't see it. Yeah. I think that's when I look at the trade deadline. That's what I, I, I look at the fact that not only did they not land those guys, 
but those guys ended up on teams that they're competing against yes. in the Western Conference. And so it's almost like double. It'd be one thing if it was like, hey, man, like, yeah, they didn't get Plumley or they didn't get Thibel or they didn't get Vanderbilt or Josh Hart, but hey, they kind of stayed with their teams. Well, like th- those three of the four guys I just mentioned ended up in the Western Conference, mm. right? So that's where you, you get hurt by it. And, you know, you, you have what you have now. And I'd say the good news for Sacramento tonight is you did see a much better defensive effort in the second half. And I know, like, hey, there's no moral victories. But, like, if you look at the breakdown in scoring tonight, yeah, first quarter, 45-25 Dallas. Second quarter, 31-29 Sacramento. Third quarter, 31-27 Sacramento. Fourth quarter, 27-21 Sacramento. I mean, I don't remember the last time the Kings actually held an opponent under 30 points in three of four quarters. The problem is you give up 45 in the first. And it was that's a, the game. And it was a that's the game. bad deflating 45. And it I sucked the life out of the building. I'll, I'll tell you this though, too. You you saw the way that they were making shots. Like they were they were knocking sure. down everything, but like also the shots just weren't defended well enough either. They were knocking down everything. You can play the game like that's not gonna happen all the time, but this is also a team that chucks them up. This yeah. is a team that's eighth in offensive rating and I believe twenty second in defensive rating. So you see where they are defensively and I felt like the Kings capitalized on that part of their game, but they really just screwed up on the other end. Also I mentioned the bigs earlier McGee and Powell just their length. I mean they combined for 34 minutes mm-hmm. 20 points and 13 rebounds that's a win for dallas yeah that's a huge is. win for those guys to have that impact combined 20 and 13 that's big time impact i mean it felt like they're just moments where they got production from guys like christian wood who dude what a weird s- situation he's in yeah. i think jason kidd's like dude you he comes in and scores like a quick 12 points right like instantaneously he comes in it's a couple of threes. What did he finish with? Today? 13. 13. Okay. Yeah. Whatever it was. He's 5 of 12. But, you know, he got go- going hot, and then he started just jacking him up. He played 12 minutes. 12 minutes tonight. Yep. And yep. I think Kid was just like, no, you're taking bad shots. Like, like you were feeling done, good, done, and done. now your shot selection yeah. isn't what it needs to be. You're screwing this up for everyone out here. And that's, what the, that's the kind of things he does, though. I, I mean, even someone like Josh Green, like 17 points, 7 assists, 4 rebounds. That guy is just constantly moving, cutting like crazy. He's a nice player. I know the Mavs are really high on him. I thought he was really good. The other guy that jumped out to me was Jaden Hardy, the rookie, who, Hmm. look, man, we talked about him on draft night, and the Kings drafted him. Yes, they did. In the second round and traded him to Dallas. Um, He had a big impact. Uh, 12 points. He wasn't perfect. He's a young player, four or five from three, and he has some timely ones. I thought he was big for Dallas. And those are the type of players that you look at and you're just like, why can't you develop here? Why couldn't you take that opportunity, that chance, and um, just try and make them into the player that you want them to be here? Uh, Hopefully going forward, there's – more of that and obviously there's always going to be players around the league that you're going to see for so many different teams like they let him go they let him go or they traded him um before even giving him a chance like that stuff is going to happen especially when it comes to youth and younger guys but yeah it's tough to see when they end up playing against you and they actually make a little bit of an impact and you with tim hardaway jr too 
three of ten from beyond the arc. This is a guy that he's a chucker. He just sh- likes to shoot a lot of threes, but still finished with fifteen points. Um, it's just tough to see that type it's of production. Just the threes from were killer. Guy. It seemed like yeah. They, yeah, it's just I mean they hit eighteen threes tonight. That just hurts. <laughs> um, I just want to pull up some numbers too because it seems like Kevin Herter's been in a funk for a minute. His last wow. So Kevin Herter tonight, I, I appreciate that he tried to attack a little more. He did finish 6 of 10 with 15 points. He was 0 for 3 from downtown. Um, in his last 10 games, Kevin Herter is 15 of 57 from 3, 26%. Yeah, it's not good. Um, you know, I saw a stat earlier, and it was probably Woolsey, and it was about his what he's been shooting uh, on the road compared to at oh yeah home. his his home numbers are way better just yeah. way better and then you see what he was doing tonight shooting wise it wasn't it wasn't great you see what he's doing as of late it's not great especially with the way that he started the season we knew it was going to stop being that efficient I just didn't know it was going to take this much of a drop I, I mean he just looks like a guy that needs to rest at the all-star break, but he might be in the three-point contest. Well. <laughs> so maybe that gets him going. I mean, I feel like he'll get back up, but this is like an extended stretch here. The other guy in his last 10 games has struggled from three, Davion Mitchell. And I know he doesn't take a lot of them. During that stretch, he's 5 of 20. But he's 5 of 20. How many of those are wide open? I mean, yes. he gets a lot of great looks, and he has just not been able to knock them down. And we could talk about his impact defensively all the time, but this is what's keeping him i think from playing more minutes it's just like can't rely you gotta on him. make some shots yeah you have to make some shots out there so it just feels like they're searching a bit too with the bench like monk goes down tonight we don't know how serious it is mike brown said after the game he's going to get some testing um terrence davis gave him nine points four rebounds in 20 minutes davion did not score in his 13 minutes monk had eight points but he uh also had let's see he had eight points three of seven shooting did not make a three his defense wasn't great tonight either. So Kings weren't making all their threes, but where you did see production was in the paint, right? They finished with 54 paint points, um, points in the paint, and the Mavs only finished with 44 points in the paint. And I look at that. That is what kept them in this game was getting those paint touches, attacking the paint, scoring in the paint. Uh, they ended up with five offensive rebounds that led to 11 points, you know? So, again... They were doing well in some offensive categories. It just was, they were dog shit defensively, which helped lead, lead to this, this bad loss on their home floor. Well, Mike Brown, what do you think about the rebounding issues tonight? No, I mean, we got to box out. You know, we have a tendency just to turn and take a step towards the rim. And in this league, especially when you got, Big bodies, athletic bodies, quick bodies, you got to go find somebody. You got to go meet somebody and make contact. And, you know, we're not big enough to just turn and take a step towards the rim and think we're going to rebound. So uh, that hurt us. Uh, and then there were a lot of 50 50 balls where we had two or three guys sprinting out in transition before we came up with the basketball. So that hurt us as well. We got to do better for sure in that area come tomorrow. It's always what we say. It's just the most fundamental thing for a box out. Like, Finding man, Dude, then finding Fox ball. Fox had one tonight on, God, who was it? Might have been on Powell. The box out? God damn. It, like, he he just straight bodied him with his ass. And I was like, I love seeing that from Yes. Adrian Fox played great tonight. Yeah. I, I thought I was, I thought he looked like an all-star. He got, he started getting some all-star calls. 
How about De'Aaron Fox? Back-to-back games, double-digit free throw attempts. Dude, he did missed... he make all that? No, he did. He 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 missed two in that oh. fourth quarter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, but I thought I thought Fox played his ass off tonight. I he thought did. he was fantastic. He did. It was tough because, you know, after the game, I was asking him, I'm like, where where could he have done better? And it wasn't really what De'Aaron could have done better. Like he played like an all-star tonight. He was doing a great job carrying his team in that fourth quarter, knocking down his free throws, obviously throughout the game, uh, finishing with six rebounds and five assists. So also finding the open man. Yeah. It, he's also getting up in guys defensively and having box outs the way that he is having these box. Like he, he's locked in. Oh, he was in the Kyrie too. How about that block oh, he had on him late? Yeah, no, it's, there's so many good things about De'Aaron and his game on a consistent level. So it is, it's super shitty when you have a game like this, that other people didn't step up their game to kind of meet him there. And really they would have stepped up their game just right there in that first quarter that's where everything really would have gone down and made this in a ga- uh, a close game the entire game. Let's pause for a second. Yeah. Let's give the people some love. How about this crowd on a Friday Dude, night after a loss? you guys Let's are give awesome. Let's it to the crowd. Uh, in the chat, help us out. Let's hit the thumbs up button. It helps our channel grow. Let's make sure we're subscribed. I believe we are, yeah, less than, is that right? What? Two? I can't do math. We're right like now. We're closing in on something 10, away. We're we're closing in on ten thousand subs. It's like one eighty away Don't or something math. like that. Just help us out. Make sure you subscribe. Uh, yeah, and hit that thumbs up. Let's get that going so more and more people can see our content. Someone did say to me tonight. They were like, "Hit that thumbs up," and I was like, "Yeah, that's what that's what I'm talking that's cool. about." That's cool. Like what? What is that? It, you, I didn't. You're you're doing something. I I'm just saying it was cool. I, I, thought, there you was nothing I there. thought you were sad that they said it to me. No, it's your I, line. No, I was just saying that's cool. And I you just, about jumped me for no reason. Well, I didn't know you're you're just, in a fragile state. So I how, just, what fragile state am I in right now? Well, you're not like in a strong state. You're kind of like the kings in the first. What are quarter. you talking about? You couldn't do math, and then I was afraid to like take that away from you. The smashing the thumbs up button, you know that someone said it to me. And so I'm just making sure <laughs> you're good, right? Morgan with a couple of turnovers. I here. know. I'm just I, making I you have... guys. I'm making sure my teammates good. I'm great. Okay. I have no. I just I just pause for a second. And say, hey, let's give some love to the people. No. I, I feel great. I good. Don't... No, for I believe you. Okay. I know this is. Hey, this is Deuce. It's just a mental check in. <laughs> SpaceX Dragon Chicken says Deuce is always sensitive after the Kings lose. We yes. all are. What? <laughs> It's okay. No one's dissing you right now. We're all in this thing. We're all here for you. Look, you guys, (laughs) we're not going here. (laughs) Uh, Um, Someone asking if I'm growing my hair out. Oh, no. There we go. That's what he just needed that. There it is. His hair growing back out. Can I be honest? Yeah, be honest. I, Wait, I don't you just know. said, can I be honest? Yeah. Is that what segment we're at? Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't know like if I'm gonna keep it, keep it going. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Well, like, you you kind of like this length, huh? Yeah, maybe. Ooh. Uh let's Why? see. Omar says tonight's game sucked the energy out of Deuce. Do I, I'm just really stunned right now because I came in here with a I'm, I came out with a great intro. I'm 
been dropping nuggets from the game. I feel like I'm pretty locked in Dude. based on everything. And now I'm being, hey, are you okay? No, like, I, I feel like just... I am I am living in a different world where I feel great. Everyone thinks I'm lethargic. No. Not well. Someone said to me, hey. hey, you look tired today. I'm like, no, thanks, man. I'm doing well. How are you? So now, now I, I feel like I am out of tune with who I am as a person. No. Am I delusional right no. now? No, you are great. You have to understand, just because people are checking up on you doesn't mean anything's wrong with you. Does that make sense? Like, people saying, hey, even you look tired, sometimes it's their way of being like, hey, just wanted to check up on you. Like, mental health check, you good? Thank you, you okay? Drunk on LaCroix. I, I, that's what I needed what? right now. Stop get. Oh, wait, that was to me. Damn it. <laughs> Stop gaslighting us, Deuce. It's okay. We know you're okay. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah, he's good, oh, everybody. If, if he's you're good. wondering, like, I'm not going, oh, we're live and being all, the king's lost. I'm, you gotta, am I going to show up to a funeral? You, you show up different to a birthday party than you do a funeral, right? I'd hope. Yeah. What are you looking at? I just heard, I heard a big noise. There, it's a dog. Hey. We're all just checking it. We're just, hey, we're all a little concerned about you, bud. We're just concerned about you. Do I need to wrap up? No, 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 no. You are. I don't know what I'm doing. There. You're not, you you're not doing anything. I can't believe we're still talking about this. We're, we were just, <laughs> we were just doing a mental health check. All of us douchebags and morons together. We all think you're great. Okay. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm great. Okay. I'm great. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. What else do you want to talk about from this oh. game? Um, Keegan Murray. That was someone else that, for me, seeing him hit some of those outside shots, love to see it. You know, a guy that we were talking about, could he be in that three-point competition at All-Star break? Finishing with 16 points, four or five. Love to see it. He needs more shots. Yeah. I mean, the guy was, there's one point, I think the Kings had five made three-pointers, and he had four of them. He finished with four or five from three. He had 16 points. He had three rebounds. He did play 35 minutes. But I'm like, look, guys aren't knocking down shots right now. Yeah. Let's get this guy some more looks. I'm with like, you. A little more dribble handoff action with him. He's smooth, man. So smooth. Let's get him more looks. He is one of the, it's not, hey, he's a good shooter for a rookie. He's a good shooter in the NBA. He's putting up outstanding numbers. He's on pace to crush the NBA's rookie mm. record for most made threes in a season. This guy needs, we got to, we got to tick this up a little bit. Yeah. We, we, especially now it's like, you know, there's certain guys, you know, they've leaned so heavily on Fox and Sabonis. And I thought both of those guys were really good tonight. You know, Barnes is, he's going to go through parts of the season. He where looks does. a little tired. He's going through it right now. He only had eight points. He's one of five from three. He had some great looks from the corner tonight. Mm -hmm. He missed him. Just an off night. Tired legs, I don't know. This guy's a rookie. He, he, you need to utilize him more and get him better looks. I, I think, too, when you look at Keegan Murray and the way that he's playing right now in his rookie season, on a night like this, it's hard. But, sure, 
you can feel really positive about your future and what you have in this rookie. You have two all-stars as of today. You have a rookie in Keegan Murray that is showing signs that he can be an elite shooter in this league and just like a solid NBA player. Yeah, and Lee in the chat was just bringing up Keegan's defense. Yes, it was good tonight. And um, I think he's got the potential to be a pretty good defender. I, you know, a lot of times we're talking about rookie mistakes. And he's made them. Like, we've seen Mike Brown coach him yeah. during timeouts. We've seen Sabonis pull him aside. But he's very coachable. And I thought tonight he had, he had a nice block on Kyrie. I think he ended up with two blocks in the game tonight. Nice. Yeah, I love to see it for him. Um, I think, you know, we keep talking about him getting more shots and what needs to happen when he's especially feeling it. I think this team has a pretty good feel of trying to get the guy that is feeling themselves on the court, uh, getting them the rock, you know, making sure that they're getting a good look because they're feeling good. Uh, a really selfless Kings basketball team when it comes to, when it comes to that point of a game with whoever it is that's on fire, you've seen it with Malik Monk at times. They're just like, okay, he's going to put his head down and go, but he's going to make something happen. And I think with Keegan, uh, he's just got to keep being aggressive in those moments when he's knocking down his shots. Yeah, 16 points for him. Six of 10 shooting, four of five overall. He had one nice move to the basket where he tried to scoop it up to yeah. make the shot. Missed the shot. Sabonis was there to clean it up. I mean, that's the other thing we I don't think we've hit on enough. I think we've been complaining a lot about what went down. Sure. The Kings did make it a game in the fourth quarter. Um, man, I thought Fox, I, I, when the game kind of got out of hand again, um, Fox, like in that final minute, Fox had a take that was unbelievable. The under the basket, like but, windmill. But he got like it was in transition. The one in transition where it looked like he would got fouled seven times by Kyrie okay. and still took it strong to the basket. Right before that, he had a three. That was that was really cool to see. And you know they they made it a game. They cut it to one hundred four ninety six halfway through. It felt like okay, maybe they have a chance to win this game. You just wish, God, if they would just clean it up, if that fourth quarter yep. was, could it have been like a 34-point quarter you give up instead of a 45? And we're talking about a different game. So Didn't they make it like a five-point game at one time right there toward the end? And, uh, I mean, just everything was so close. <laughs> okay. Secret time? Yeah. When it was really close. So texting with our producer we always text during the game you know like what do we want to go over kings were down by a lot whatever and then they started coming back <laughs> and i said don't text anything about them winning if you are gonna if you want to talk about them winning just put it in the rundown and we'll get it from there i don't want to jinx anything <laughs> i hate myself it's not something i'm proud of i don't want to be that person but i am so if you go into a game and like, I think the Kings are going to win tonight. Do you believe before the game that's jinxing? No. It's but like, during the game, it's, it's like It's like an anxious, anxiety-filled moment where I'm like, oh my God, they can actually pull this out. But then I was like, no, don't, just don't say anything about it. Like, if we need to do it post-game and the Kings get the win, Matt and I can flow. You know what I mean? It's not like I need a game plan after a win. After a loss, there's just different things you're obviously going to um, put into a show because you're not going to just break down an awful loss the whole time. We should also mention real fast that we had Domanis Sabonis on our daily show yeah. today. He'll probably never be on with us again. 
Why? Because if you believe in jinxes, he came on with us so, today, see, this morning, no. on a game day, which still floors me that Sabonis came on with us on a game day, and he was on with us for, I don't know, like 12 minutes or something yeah. like that, and then they lost tonight. So do you believe in jinxes? No. So, no, again, it's not all things are oh, okay. just can be made uh, you, a jinx. That's right. You get to pick, I mean, pick you, and choose. No, sure. you can pick and choose, and I can pick and choose. And if you felt yeah. like that, if you believed in jinxes and felt like that was something, then, yeah, he probably shouldn't join us on a game day. <laughs> I don't believe in that stuff. Brooke says you threw him off his routine. There you go. <laughs> Alberto, how do we uh, catch your daily show? Uh, it's on Sacktown Sports. Go to youtube.com slash Sacktown Sports 1140. A uh, couple more in the chat. Um, Kevin wants to know, hey, has Mo talked about why they turned the tables and quit showing Kings fans on NBC Sports California? Yeah, so here's the deal. What's th What's the deal? I mean, I've noticed it. I'm sure people at home have noticed it. Maybe they don't get to see everything. But it was getting very chaotic with the fans behind you guys at Golden One Dangerous. Center. And it was getting to the point that it was as the season went on, mm -hmm. it was getting worse and worse. Look, people at the games are having a good time. Maybe they're drinking a little yeah. bit. Maybe they're just rowdy people in general. Not all Kings fans, by the way. Right, right. You know, like, just, just it, know that. <laughs> It just be people, fans yeah. from other teams. It doesn't matter. And, you know, it it becomes dangerous. really challenging, maybe sometimes dangerous to do your job when what's going on behind you. There's a fight behind you. There's people grabbing you or saying things. So they made the shift to have the the arena behind and yeah. the fans in front. I yeah. think that's a good move. No, and um, seeing it tonight, you know, I had some tweets tonight. People were loving it and like, oh, man. You know, there's so many fan distractions while you guys are talking. So we still have a fan cam. Yeah, and we you make still show them we off make for sure, Yeah, dude. because, like, that is the whole point and of it, all of it. It does provide so much energy, you know? Yeah. And so that, that's part of the reason. And Nick's, oh, my God. Oh, he's. I just, I just went and saw Nick on Discord, and he is completely like shirtless. And he was, like, showing off his belly for a second. Oh, my goodness. All right, Nick, hang on, buddy. We'll get to you. <laughs> What's up, Nick? What's up, Deuce? What's going on, man? How are you? Why is your TV yeah, so loud, turn Nick? Turn down your TV. What are you doing? No, oh, no, 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 no. Is that better? Yeah, yep. Yep, yeah, we're good. How are you? We're great. I don't know. How do you sleep with a shirt off when it's like 20 degrees outside? I don't know. Yeah, okay. How are you? What's on your mind? I do want to say that we we lost tonight. Yes. And why are you, you know, smiling? We gotta, we gotta play better, and I want to see the beam tomorrow. I really want to see the beam bad tomorrow because we didn't show up tonight, but we're gonna get payback on Dallas. Oh, payback, huh? How? They, how? They, I, oh. I do want to say that I am so excited that Darren Fox gets to go to the NBA All Star and Sabonis. Yeah, both those guys are going to be in the All Star game. That's really cool, huh? And I feel like that we got. I got. I need to go in the locker room and tell my team, "Hey, we got to play. We got to play defense." Are you ever, Nick? <laughs> I feel like here's the thing, Nick. You tell your team after every game to play defense. <laughs> They're not listening to you. You have to there have a go. different message for your team. Yes. I feel like they might be like tuning you out. Like they're like. 
God, Coach Nick always says the same thing about defense. I think you have to have a different message for them. Try something different. You have any yeah. ideas? Go out there, stay on your man. That's playing defense. See, playing and you defense. said that one. If I'm in the locker room going, hey, Coach. <laughs> hey, sorry, Coach. I got to. You have mentioned the staying on your man and playing defense. you have any other tips for us? Well, you don't just shoot your if you're if you miss the three pointer, don't make the threes if you're not going to make them. Go to the basket and make the layups. Oh, I like it. You, you know, don't rely on the three. The, yep. Yeah, you 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 can't force it. If it's not falling, take it inside. That's great advice, Nick. Go to the layup. Make the layups. Make and, the layups. You know. I mean, why you're closer to the basket? Just lay it up and in. Exactly. And, yeah, and I do want to say that tonight. I today I did get a picture of Matt Barnes today. Mm-hmm. He was at the Jim Bush Tacos, and I got a I got a picture with him. How do you run into so many players and former players out at places? <laughs> do you stalk people? <laughs> no, because I'm famous. Okay, oh okay. God! All right, Nick. All right, uh, are you going to the game tomorrow? I will be at the game, and guess what? It is the Deuce and Mo podcast. Deuce and Mo is take. Deuce Mason yeah, that's is me. taking over yes. ABC Sports tomorrow. Why I mean, not wear a tie? Why not look nice? Why, why not? not? Look, why not like the beam? Why not like the beam? Why not have Deuce do ABC Sports with Morgan tomorrow? Yeah. Why not? All right. Well, are you sweating too? Like it, it's it's. How are you sweating? Are you okay? Yeah, I am. I'm okay. Hey, but what happened to the ABC Sports table tonight? Oh, why no. was it? different we just answered that all right we, we got to go sleep sleep sleep, beams. sleep beams sleep beams sleep beams all right <laughs> oh my god i hope you guys enjoyed that as much as we did i didn't look at the chat during it i'll tell you what do people uh that see nick when they're like saying hi to me they're like oh my god it's coach nick they get excited to see the famous coach nick so we're gonna have more of the podcast in just a second we gotta look ahead to the quick turnaround against dallas in just a second and we should probably give De'Aaron fox a little love although we did talk about it on our daily show earlier today we gotta talk about it here um tonight's night chat presented as always by our friends over at guaranteed rate and rate.com slash sean stanfield hey if you're looking to buy a house right now or you're like hey can i have an afford a house what's it what do i have to do to get a house mm. hit up sean he has all the answers you need or maybe you're prepared and you're like i'm ready to do this let's go sean and his team over at guaranteed rate will walk you through the process you get loan options what neighborhood market and current rate research with just a few clicks or from your phone or tablet without running your credit or asking for your personal information. All you need to do is hit up Sean, who is a big Kings fan, by the way, mm-hmm. at 916-276-7563. He's texted me a couple times in the last week. I haven't responded. I've been busy. 916-276-7563. He's called me. Hey, how you doing, Deuce? What's going on? Oh, my God. I gave him crickets. But guess what? Hey, Sean. Hope you're doing well. 916-276-7563. He is super responsive. He'll get back to you right away. You can hit him up at rate.com slash Sean Stanfield. Uh, Morgan, that's equal housing lender. Subject to credit approval. NMLS ID number 349707. Company NMLS ID number 2611. NMLSconsumeraccess.org. Thanks so much to our friends over at Guarantee. Right. Guarantee. Right. Thanks, Sean. 
Morgan, yeah. De'Aaron Fox is an all-star for the first time in his career. He's an injury replacement. He joins Anthony Edwards, who is also named to the team in the Western Conference. And in the East, Pascal Siakam named as an injury replacement. Uh, De'Aaron Fox has had an amazing year. Like, I'm I'm so happy he's getting rewarded. It's weird because all the people who like, crush Fox in the chat for years. They're not here anymore. I th- they have not shown up. No. I thought maybe they would like huh. show up. I-, I thought Felix would show up in the conspect. Congratulations, Fox. I know I've been hardy, but you man, you got better this year. I thought Mio would be here. Hey, Deuce, man. Not only the Kings winning, but De'Aaron Fox made an all-star. You know what? I got to tip my cap because I've been critical of him in the past. If you're going to dump on a guy when he's not playing well, you better give him his flowers when he's bringing it. Facts. That's, I mean, absolute facts. But who cares about everyone that, was always a deer and fox hater. And there were obviously so many years there where I understood all of the criticism that he was getting. Now, the people that didn't want to believe in what he could be as a player in the NBA and didn't want to see what he was great at, I mean, that's on you. And this year, truly, the leap that he has taken to polish up his game to be the leader vocally and be a leader through the way that he plays on the floor has just been incredible been more efficient than ever i think he's improved in all aspects of the game and it shows you like situation matters think about the kings trading halliburton for sabonis Mm -hmm. all three sabonis halliburton and fox are all-stars that's pretty remarkable to think about that all three guys are all-stars this year. And I think you could make the case, if Sabonis was in Indiana still, if Fox and Halliburton were still in Sacramento, I don't know that any of those guys are all-stars. Fit, situation, yep. culture, yep, what's around you, opportunity, all those things factor in it, into it. I'm not excusing Fox as if like he you know, has been perfect. Throughout his time in Sacramento, dude, last year, especially through that stretch, we were like, dude, does he even, like, is everything okay? What's going on with him? But there's no denying that he has become a better basketball player. He's matured. And I'm happy for the guy. I'm really happy that in his sixth year in the NBA, he's an all-star. Also, I think it's pretty cool that in Sacramento, the Kings have two all-stars for the first time. So cool. Brad Miller and Peja. They haven't had many all-stars throughout Sacramento's history in 38 years. And you look at that time when the last two was Brad and Peja, right under there, it's like the year before it was Peja and C-Web or somebody, and then the year before it was two other guys from that squad. Yeah, Weber and Vlade. And my point to that being is that you were seeing that chunk of time when they were playing great basketball and it was being rewarded with All-Stars. And you can only hope that this is the start of something sustainable uh, for the future of the Sacramento Kings organization. And you know what? You, you ask for the Fox haters, they they start pouring in more. Nuh-uh. What we got? Uh, baby cakes. Fox needs to improve his threes. <laughs> hey, I, didn't, I didn't say he was perfect. I didn't say he was the, the, the best basketball player in history. Yeah, he's got to be better from three. Can I be okay. honest, too? He missed two free throws tonight. He has to be a better free throw shooter. Shooting a career high in a free throw percentage this year, also 12 mm. of 14. Uh, Minnie Lamb says, well, he snuck in. 
like teenagers and an R-rated movie. Oh, I, he's an NBA all-star. Yeah, because at the end of his career, you're going to be like, yeah, he was an all-star, uh, but actually, he was just an injury uh, replacement. doesn't count. No, he, it counts. He's playing in the game. He gets a uniform. His uniform doesn't say all-star replacement. It says all-star on it, Wait, and he'll funny. be playing in the game. What if they did that for the all-star replacements or the injury reserve? <laughs> that would be awful. <laughs> Ragnarok now says, you know, he didn't block Kyrie Hard enough. You got to be better. Yeah. yeah Great point. Uh, Great point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, I just, he's obviously taking a serious step and it's, it is pretty cool to see that like Halliburton's won, Sabonis and Fox. Yeah. Pretty wild. And all happy the same for year. all, I mean, all great guys too. You know, it's like, it's always stings a little bit more when it's someone like Tyrese Halliburton who, um, you had to sacrifice good to get good. I just, I do love that he has been excelling and has been um, really doing something in this league. All right, let's look ahead to the Kings next game. It's yeah. coming up fast. In fact, this podcast will be dated for a lot of people once they listen to it later. Yeah. But uh, the Kings play Saturday night in a back-to-back at Golden One Center, hosting the same Dallas Mavericks. And we anticipate that Luka Doncic will be back from the heel injury. Uh, he did some five-on-five workouts today, uh, I believe, with the Mavericks. Mm-hmm. I think they felt like giving him an extra day's rest could be beneficial for him. Um, not going to play him on a back-to-back, so why don't you give him the one extra day on the front end as, as opposed to bringing him back and sitting him out uh, Saturday night. So seems like he might be back Saturday night. First chance we get to see Kyrie and Luka tomorrow i feel like the pace is going to be a little different you know obviously dallas coming into tonight it was near the bottom in pace and in fast break points um with luca there the pace should slow down but that also means um luca can get to the free throw line the guy gets fouled a lot he gets the line Kyrie gets the line a a, a lot it's going to be a big time challenge for the kings he's going to draw a lot of defense into the paint kick out find the open man you saw what happened when that open man was found especially in that first quarter tonight they were knocking down those shots. And I think for the Kings, you just got to do a much better job with that perimeter pressure being locked in from the start. So then he's not penetrating deep into the paint. Luca's going to do a good job getting to where he needs to get, drawing fouls, getting people in foul trouble. But at the same time, what are you going to do knowing that he does all this? I think the other thing for tomorrow night is the Kings on their end have to push the pace. You know, Luca. For as great as he is, and I feel like anytime we start like nitpicking a great player, I don't want to sound like we're hating at all. Yeah, Luca has a chance to be one of the best players we've ever seen. No doubt, he's twenty three years old, and he's not even like where he can be. Like I, I don't think he has realized what he's got to do with his body. Physically, yet. yep. To be honest, when I was twenty three, I didn't know what the hell I was doing. Sodas and Taco Bell. Yeah, right? exactly. So. He hasn't gotten there yet. And I think one example I heard talking to someone today I thought was interesting is like with some of these great players in the league, when they are, they're at the top of everything, like Luca won the Euro league, like Euro league MVP, you know, rookie of the year, all-star NBA, like every year there's been advancement last year, got to the conference finals. He, it's always been advancing. So let's just say Dallas knock down the first or second round that's the first year where it's like oh wow i did not advance Advance. in something in my career Uh right 
yeah, I made all NBA. I'm in the MVP conversation, but man, I didn't win the MVP or uh, I didn't get to the NBA finals. And sometimes for the great ones, that's when it clicks with them. Like, yes. Oh, no, 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 no. I want that. How do I get that? What do I have to do to achieve that? Long way of going. I think the Kings pushing the pace can be beneficial tomorrow because Luke is not a guy that likes to get up and down the floor. I mean, he's he wants to slow you down. He wants to get in the ISO game. Now, he's such a talented player. can draw fouls. We know he can get hot from three. I think the Kyrie... Luca backcourt is going to be a dynamic backcourt offensively. Yeah. But defensively, I don't think they're going to be very Break good at down, all. Break them down, baby. Break them down. No, you're right about that. And and not to act like they're just bums defensively. I think as a team, we know what their defense is not capable of. But not to say that they can't have um, some good locked-in times together. Are they going to vibe and feed off each other's energy because it's the first game that they're playing with each other? Or is it just going to be a weird mess? Hoping for a weird mess. I also think it's going to be fun because it, it's, you know, when you when you have these back-to-back games against the same opponent, we, we've talked about this before this year when it's happened. It's like, it's more like a playoff feel, right? Yeah. I know you're not going to play back-to-backs in the playoffs, but it's the same opponent consecutive games. And this is late in the year. I thought Mike Brown had a really interesting comment at practice the other day when he was talking about where the what this means now post-trade deadline like yeah team's pretty locked in right um and he says it's getting real now oh yeah 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 because it's real now and i told our group this it's it's easy in my opinion this is my opinion it's easy to kind of get to where we are if you play hard or compete if you're organized, you know, and it, nothing would if you can stay a little healthy, you can have a chance during the regular season to kind of sit in a playoff position. But going into the uh, All-Star break and then coming out of it, let's see who let's see who can step up and get it done. Yeah, it's real now. Like this is teams are battling for playoff positioning, right? Yeah. The Kings have benefited from having guys remain relatively healthy. You hope Malik Monk's okay. Yeah. Sabonis has fought through injury. Man, Sabonis got hit in the thigh and eaten the thigh early in this game. The and worst. It, it looked like, oh, he was in a lot of pain. So um, they've they've had the benefit, too, of taking on a lot of shorthanded teams throughout the year. I mean, how many times have we been like, hey, uh, they're playing the Nuggets tonight. They're missing Jamal Murray and Gordon. Or they're playing the Sixers. Harden and Embiid aren't playing. Uh, Dallas tonight, no Luka. How many times the have Clippers. They, they played teams on their second night of a back-to-back right. for the other team and then shit the bed? So tomorrow, both teams are playing on a second <laughs> night of the back-to-back. And I asked Matt Barnes about that, and he said it should cancel each other out. Well, and I just, the adjustments, I just want to see better defense. I want to see, pick up the pace, and hopefully you can get some your bench going. Because yeah. the bench has to. and. If I'm Mike Brown tomorrow, and if TD's having defensive breakdowns, or if there's something I'm not liking, Keon Ellis, you're in. Yep. Kessler Edwards, if you need some wing help. He was about to put Kessler Edwards into the game at one point, and then I think it was, I forget when it was, yeah. again, to be honest, but um, I changed his mind. Damn. So I, you know, but uh, don't be hesitant to mix some things up. Be you ready. know, you got you to get this your team in a position to win these games. And get in the top six. Uh, Jay says the Ellis experience was not good tonight or experiment. Yeah, you know, I 
I hear you. It, but it was Four also minutes. a really chaotic situation he was walking into, and I I want to see more. I I've seen enough good that I I would give him another chance at some point. Yeah, it's like when you put him in those final minutes of a game. It's you know what are you really going up against um, talent wise? So then when you get put into these chaotic moments and when adversity is hitting, what can you bring? Wasn't the best, but not to say that he with another opportunity couldn't clean it up. Well, we decided to do a shorter version tonight because the second I have a back-to-back, we'll yeah. be back live again tomorrow night. Hell yeah, we tomorrow will. Tomorrow night, fall on King's Mavs. We'll extend it out a little bit. Probably chill. Oh, yeah. Bit. It's a Saturday, Saturday night. Saturday night. I get to sleep in tomorrow. Oh, oh. We're going to have a fun night chat. It, win or lose. Win or lose. If they lose, we'll have a vent sesh. If they win, we'll be like, oh, this feels kind of good. We'll give some love to... Who is that? Marino Mac, who became a member. Thank you. Appreciate you guys so, so, so much for the support. Uh, check out our interview we did with Demonis Sabonis. That's at youtube.com slash Sacktown Sports 1140. Link in the bio. We love you guys, but we gots to go. You all have a wonderful rest of your night. Thanks for joining us. See ya! Deuce and mo, Deuce and mo, Deuce and mo. They tell you what they know. Deuce and mo. Deuce and Mo, Deuce and Mo, the podcast that you know, Deuce and Mo. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call. Click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.